Because there's so much information out there. You're just going to move to the next talk. And if there's not a shift in us, then what's the point? This has just become like playing then a PlayStation game. <laughs> what's the difference? If we have to say it two times, three times, to let it stick. Whoever's listening now, you guys know. You, God knows how many talks you've listened to. How much shift has there been? We find it difficult to hear the same thing again in one podcast. It might sound repetitive, but when but we're not even there yet. But we're like, why are they saying it again? I was listening to a Mahapurk this the, the the other day, and he said that I don't expect my talks to have a conclusion. Every moment of the talk is so that we can awaken. Don't wait to get to the end. Oh, I got that. I've done. Oh, I've done it. Like, don't done it. You know, just that I've listened to it. Like, sort. We want to have that sorti as well. We want to have that manne sort the hova. Otherwise, what's the point? It's just another talk, then, isn't it? Welcome to the Jabji Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be covering the 13th stanza, the 13th body given to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. In this body, we're going to be looking at the different components of the mind and how they function, what they are. By us knowing that, how can it help us in our everyday life in making our life a much richer experience to the creator that relationship with that creator to become more personal so before we get into this let's introduce our guest preacher and saying wahiguru ji ka khalsa wahiguru ji ki fateh wahiguru ji ka khalsa wahiguru ji ki fateh so preacher and saying let's go straight into this the first pankti here is manna surt hove man buddh and the bisram where we take that little pause is after the manna the manna here is referring to the avastha the state that one lives in of living in that state of devotion so here the manna is a verb because it's referring to those what state do people reach when they live in that state of manna when they live in that state of devotion so before we go any further and look at the rest of the line if we just look at manna itself like we said in the previous video when we went through what manna actually is it comes it literally comes from the word acceptance and we know that i'm sure you've experienced this as well in your life when something's happened and i don't know this is this is more of a punjabi thing so i don't know how punjabi you are it, it's it's a very famous saying in punjabi where people say that manna hi pena yaar and when they say ah oh, we're going to have to accept it yeah you know and and that comes from the trying to follow the wisdom of the guru mm. and then it's a very kind of punjabi thing you will find a lot of people say manna hi pena you know we'll have to accept it Mm. Uh, so I don't know if you've just gentle, just on a personal level, have you found yourself saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more from the the Sikh culture yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah. I understand. So like, like you know it that it's 
that that guru talks about acceptance yes and living in the will of that one yeah. so from that perspective knowing that and then you find yourself saying yeah well, we found through the the, the previous episodes uh, on hukum that to uh, accept something is not to accept maybe it for you know something bad was happening you don't accept that's okay yeah but you accept the consequences of that mm-hmm. and that's something quite new you know that just kind of learned recently through our discussions mm-hmm. you know? and this acceptance what it is it's it's so we're not allowing our internal self to fall into this to this habit or pattern of always living in non-resistance to this moment and always living in the expectation that well maybe my next moment's going to be better maybe tomorrow's going to be better maybe you know in a few hours time it will be okay it will be better and everything will be fine is this constant living for and waiting for everything to become okay but that waiting for everything to become okay is never about now it's always that it will be okay but that time never comes because then when you get to that time then you're then you're still waiting for the next moment thinking well actually it might be better then it might be better then and even though guru tegh bahadur ji tells us that nar chahat kach aur aure ki aure pai chitvat rahe uth gaur nanak fansi gal pari da da nar chahat kach aur da nar referring to man man in the sense of mankind so human being and there's often you know there's often times in our life when we wanted it to be a certain way but it didn't go that way or a key or a pay it ended up be, be, being another way and this could be happening to us a lot you know we we could say that you know i hope it doesn't rain and then it <laughs> rains you know i was expecting it to be sunny and it wasn't sunny you know this bottles here i could have the lid could be open and i'm not expecting it to fall over and spill and then it does you know hopefully not on that mac <laughs> that one's dasis mac <laughs> well yeah i'm sure you, you know knowing you preacher and sing i'm sure you've got some insurance you know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so but it might it might not just stay there stable and i might end up knocking it and it that's not what i was expecting i wasn't hoping for that and so these things on this physical realm these things that are always going to be happening and things are going to be happening not necessarily the way we thought them thought for them to be but there's one thing that we have got control of and that is that internal process of acceptance yeah and that acceptance is about moment to moment moment to moment and that's what it is and it's not have to it's this acceptance is just this sweet there's no resistance it's not something it's now become something we have to practice because most of the time we're no longer in that natural state 
So because most of the time we're in this resistance and waiting for the next moment to be better, now it's have to become a practice where it's now become the opposite of where we're having to let go, let go of that resistance and accept this moment, accept this moment. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I'm not picking up this bottle and cleaning up that water yeah, and trying to blow all the water out of your Mac. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, you know, Bridget, can, uh, can you? <laughs> yeah, I think we're done with the example. Better put the lid back on. <laughs> Was the bottle even in the shot? <laughs> it's it's in the wide shot. That one. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. And so this is money is that. Money is because, you know, there's different there's different layers to reality. But there's one reality that is unchanging. There's one reality that will always be the same. And we're going to look at that now. So let's, let's go through that. So just to say, you know, we don't want this just to be something that's this podcast to be like a an intellectual exercise where you're just exercising your brain, some more accumulation of knowledge, you know, try this even in, in right now, listening to this, you could, after sharing this method, if you want to call it, you know, you could even pause it or try it whilst you're listening is that there's always things going on in our life. You agree? <laughs> Anji. Definitely. There's always some sort of, you know, fireworks or something happening somewhere. Fridji did say, you know, uh, And so he says, look, when I just kind of peeped up a little bit and had a look around and said, oh, you're on fire as well. You know, <laughs> all right, mate. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, and we often think it's just us. And we, we, when, when is it? Up until when is it that we just think it's us? This bachan by Guru Nanak Dev Ji, when we look at Teta Saravarade Pahile Navasa, Pani Pavak Tenehe Kiya, this is actually amazing. What Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying here is that Teta Saravarade, and Saravarade is a pool, Sar is a pool, and they're saying, but this pool is very heavy and it's muddy, right? We've ended up making this into our home, this pool. And then Guru Sahib Ji say that Pani Pavak. But what is the water made up of in this pool? It's not any old water, it's Pani Pavak. This water is actually on fire. Yeah. Or you can um or you can translate it like this: that the water is as hot as fire. Yeah. Pani Pavaka. Pani Pavaka. Pavaka means the, the fire. Agajinni oh Agajina Tataya Hopani. It's hot as fire that water is. Tenehekiya. And it's 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 the game, the the natural laws that have made it like that. But what is it? What is that fire? And why is it so difficult to move in this water? So it's thick, dense, muddy, and it's as hot as fire. That's that's pretty rough. What is it? It's Pankajamu. It's the it's 
that fire and the mud is attachment. And my bunkage, my feet, the the bug, sorry, my feet aren't able to move in it here. And the bunkage is actually that swamp. Bunkage mo bug nahi chale. I'm not able to move my feet in there. Ham de ka saying, I'm, I've seen this. So many people are drowning in this hot swamp. Yeah. And it's this attachment that we are surrounded in that is, that is just drowning so many of us. Yeah. So when it comes to manna, whilst we're, st- we're, we're all in this pool somehow or another, we're all trying to survive. We're all drowning somehow. We're getting hurt because of the eyeness. We can only get hurt because of the eyeness. Otherwise, it's impossible. Remember, the Atma, the soul within, which is Vaiguru, which is a part of Vaiguru, the soul within us cannot be hurt. Impossible. Yeah. And a surrounding that is our mind and a makeup of that mind is then the identity uh, i am this i am this i am this so when that layer becomes our reality only reality it's a reality at one level isn't it it's not that it doesn't exist so i am a colleague yeah? it's not that that's a lie yeah so I, I, so it's a reality at one level but it's not the complete truth. Yeah. I've not always been your colleague. It's not always existed that hasn't. It's come about some, at some point. But if I now start to think that's all that I am, that's my truth. There is no other truth. Yeah. And then I start to get hurt. When you attack that, yeah, you attack my position of whatever my position is as being your colleague. Yeah. It could be that I'm a speaker. You attack me being a speaker. And now that becomes my solid truth. You say, you know, you're not, not that great of a speaker. I'm thinking, oh my God, like that pains then. And that's when I think that's all that I am. Yeah. We're in, so that's a part of that mind that we're going to be talking about in this Bhangti. So one thing is, when whenever something comes up, yeah, the ego will try and resist it. You say something now, the ego will go, oh, what have you just said to me? What have you just said to me? Yeah, to that part of my eye. And then you can't like you can't say that to me. Yeah, and then there'll be this resistance. The ego's trying to protect itself, it's trying to fight. Yeah. So now I start to feel the pain. And then what is the resistance though? It's resisting like that. The ego, when it's starting to fight, it's not in acceptance anymore. It's actually resisting our true self, which is Vaiguru, which is the Atma. So as a practice, something we can do is we can start. So if we just do it generally before that moment occurs, I can just try and sit generally when things are just okay in the background. They're not so much in my face. I can just practice it. I can just sit and just say... It's okay, I can just let go, you know. I can just take a breath and say, just, I accept this moment. And I accept this moment. And you could say, why Guru, as you're saying that, 
saying Vaheguru is saying I am accepting this moment. Because I am accepting the jyot that is inside of me. I'm not resisting that jyot. Yeah. So you could just... So as you're saying Vaheguru, behind there is saying I'm accepting this moment. I'm accepting this moment. You can do that as a practice as you're sitting. And then when that attack comes, it's not really an attack. Yeah. It, 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 we, we often perceive it as an attack because it's so identified with that identity. So now as you say those words that you're not much of a speaker, are you like something of that sort? And then that he goes like, oh my God, oh my God. As it comes up and because you've practiced it when you're okay, when things aren't that bad, then I can kick back into that. I can just say, I accept this moment. Accepting this moment is saying that I'm staying with my jaw. I'm staying with the absolute, the ultimate truth. Yeah. And that is reality at the level of the ultimate truth. Yeah. That is the actual reality. The jaw is, the formless is. Yeah. Because everything of the form is in constant change. So those realities don't last. But it's a reality for a, for for some time, for some moment. Yeah. So now that state of complete devotion, that sweet acceptance. Through that, what happened is surt, something awakens inside of you. Yeah. Surti. See, see that the teno sihari. It comes from the word surti. You may have heard this word. Used in Punjabi, if somebody's drunk, they'll say no sortaniya sulle. Yeah. Somebody's asleep, and they'll say no sortaniya sulle. Somebody's just been under, just gone under a, a an operation, and they've taken anaesthetic, and they they're not yet out of that the effect of the anaesthetic, and they'll say no sortaniya They haven't yet got their awareness back yet. So there's awareness at different levels. Yeah. So there's the awareness of when somebody is on a body level that an anesthetic cuts everything off. Yeah. And then, well, that's mind level as well. And then there's the when somebody's intoxicated. So they've lost so much of their awareness. And then they'll say they could be talking complete rubbish and they're not aware of so many parts and elements of themselves, of their minds, so they'll say not aware yet at the moment because they're drunk. But then there's the ultimate awareness, which is that jyot inside, that deeper self, the true self. And then it's saying through that that non-resistance, that sweet acceptance with complete devotion, is happens is you have the ultimate awareness. Uh, at that level, not just not here mind level, not just body, but ultimate awareness. From that place of awareness is your actual jyot, your light. Then you have awareness of what surthove of your man, of your mind and your bod and your intellect. Your mind here is now you are completely aware of your memory and your thoughts, which then create. Your emotions, yeah, and 
now what we're saying is it's not now learning how to manage your emotions, but spiritual awakening is about you're in complete control and you know you are something even beyond your emotions. You're in complete awareness of that. Yeah, you know that that emotions are just a part of my mind. Yeah, and the mind isn't my complete truth. It's it's a reality at one level. Yeah, so when I, when I can use my mind, when I use my mind, I use my memory, I can use my thoughts, I can use then my intellect. Yeah, so when I'm using those things, as I'm thinking, that's a reality at one level. Yeah. And as I'm then, you know, tapping into my emotions, that's my reality at another level. Yeah. And then you now is what Guru Sahib referred to as when you've, you've conquered your mind. Yeah. You've conquered your mind only when you've, when you've got that sort now, that awakening. So now you can see that your memory is separate to who you are. And you can see that your thoughts are separate to who you are. And you can see that now your intellect is separate to who you are. These are now become tools to live and survive, to play a certain role, to express yourself as a body, to express yourself as a mind. Whilst you're traveling in these as a soul. And that's having sorti. Yeah. When we're unaware, like Kabirji talk about being unaware, when they talk about Kabir keso keso kukye na suye asar. And Kabirji talking say that na, don't let allow me to fall asleep and become asar, unaware. Yeah. And that's what I'm crying out for. That's why I am kukye. That's why I'm crying out. He's saying, don't let me fall asleep. So what happens when we fall asleep? We start to only identify with our memory. And that becomes our complete reality. But it's only a reality at one level. So now what happens is, we've got a memory that is formed through something that has happened to us in our life. We've experienced through these senses. The way we may have been treated by our parents, what we would have picked up from around us. Yeah. So then that's become a part of our man, our memory now. Yeah. And then what happens is based off that, then we have thoughts. Yeah. And we start, we can, where we start thinking about the past, well, then we start acting out of only that memory. So now that is carving and creating our destiny. Only in unawareness, it's we're, we're completely stuck in the cycle of karma. We're not getting to live anything beyond memory. Yeah? Because of past experiences, those are in our subconscious mind that are what are contributing, are the only contributing factor now towards our decisions in life. So buddhi, the intellect, which then decides which way to turn, the buddhi is now working only, solely based on our, this life experiences. And out of the fear of because this happened, out of I was spoken to like this. Yeah. 
and that now all the decisions we're making are just based off that that even though there might have been a much better choice and option in life but we become bound to that now yeah so we become become bound to these um the identities i'm a son i was treated like this that past comes up again this is all man this is when we were asar we're asleep now in the mind we're asleep we're just playing in it in the memory that's it it's a game of just memory no awareness of the true self uh, we're not in, we've got no control over how we would actually like to live uh, it's the memory that's making us live accordingly to what it thinks best for us yeah it's not there it's not got a job to destroy us it doesn't know any other way because it's just there as a survival tool so all it's getting you to do is try and survive it's it's gotten it's not trying to there's no it it hasn't got it's not trying to say well i need to awaken i need to awaken it's, it doesn't do that it's just it's playing out its role yeah and then we just start suffering then emotions come up from that that thought from i as a son was treated like this and that and then from that will come frustration anger from that will come i'm going to treat them like this i'm going to take now revenge um you know i'm going to get them back it's just in this massive loop of a game because we're asleep that's why could be just saying i'm crying to get me out of this is a mess <laughs> like you know so now when you look at this it puts it into a completely different context this shlok so now you could just sit here and say kabir keso keso kukie yeah that even though here they they they've um they've translated keso to the one with that beautiful haired lord as it is um translated the way we can translate this as well is that with each and every hair of my body yeah let me let me cry out with that through that with every part of me let me cry out to say awaken me from this this memory that i've fallen asleep in thinking that's it i've got no other choice yeah. so our emotions are all based off that but now this is saying manna but when that non resistance comes and you accept this moment yeah you could like i said you could set, say vaiguru to do that but behind vaiguru is saying like i accept this moment you're saying vaiguru and then as you step away into that awareness then manna will lead into sortohove you'll able to see your memory there oh look it's accumulated all of these experiences and this mem- this mind has through the through the senses of the body that's what it's gathered you can almost see like a gathering there like this I shared a line this week and um bek bek lila man ananda and then life becomes this in manne life becomes this big big you're just watching and um you're watching that divine play and your own mind's memory becomes a part of that play that you watch it's easy for me to watch your play 
Yeah. But you can then watch your own minds play. Never mind you, your own minds. You become that aware. And you realize where you're watching from. It's actually a place of bliss. That's what manne actually means. Manne means I'm in bliss. Yeah. That's where I'm standing. And then you can say, oh, I see, I, I get it. Yeah, I get why I get angry because I was attaching that to this memory. I see why I get anxious because I was trying to calculate and work out what's going to happen tomorrow, what could potentially happen. Yeah. And then you can start using it with complete awareness now, your experiences. Yeah, you can start making sense of things when you're standing from that in that place. You can start realizing that, oh, that's just a, a role that I was playing whilst I was given this vehicle to travel in in this in this point of life of creation. Yeah. When you're awake and you can see it. And now you can actually both use your intellect, the sharpness of your intellect, to actually go and make a decision and go towards a direction beyond that. Being stuck in something. They said this to me, and that's what's, that's what's driving you now. Well, I'm not going to speak to them now. I'm not going to say fatir to them now. Yeah. And you're not, you don't even realize you're doing that. You're just stuck in it. Your buddhi is just telling you, yeah, it's best that they hurt this identity of mine. I'm going to protect myself. I'm not going to speak to them now. It still might be the best thing to do, but you don't know if it is the best thing to do. Whilst you're acting from that being your mind, your memory being your only reality of that moment, my personality, this is me. Yeah. When you step back, then you can see what is the right what is the righteous thing to do in that moment? Yeah. How do you use your memory to serve you now? It becomes your servant. Your intellect becomes your servant. Your emotions, you can just tap into them by your own will. Yeah. When you're coming now to attack somebody, I can by will then turn on that that that's that warrior spirit of of stepping in and where i see that you just need lifting up yeah, emotionally i can just tap into that overwhelming love and compassion it's there anyway but you can bring it out yeah and use it just in that way yeah. instead of being stuck in it and it's just taking you around like a roller coaster but this awakening is so hard for us to comprehend only when you have moments of being able to see life from there this makes so much more sense trying to speak of it and trying to even grasp it within your mind whilst you are, we are so stuck in the mind and in the identity it's so difficult to try and get your head round to say 
nah, like that's there's no way that you can do that. That just that just sounds like you're it's a cop out or it's like you just can't you can't get it. It's not possible to get it. Yeah. And but once you're there in that awareness, everything just it's like these you can just see things as these components. Oh look. That's an identity I often use to get that, to do that job. And you can literally just look at them and you can say, oh, look at all that memory that sat there. Yeah, let's see how I can use it to serve and get this job done. Yeah. And I might be able to just tap into that memory and be able to see a certain pattern in your behavior, in the way your mind's working at the moment, to be able to understand you and then just can just understand you. Whatever comes from that, again, comes from the manne. And it comes from that, you're just in that non-resistance and it comes from there, that intuitiveness. But I get you. Yeah, because I've been able to tap into my memory, look at their, you know, the, 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 what resembles and in from my experiences to your experiences. Yeah, I'm just able to, I, just, I used my memory there. Instead, I'm not judging you, I'm not, you know, saying, oh, what an idiot, can't believe he's like this. There's nothing to judge then. In that world, there's nothing to judge. And you're just, you're just seeing components. Oh, look, I can see how his mind's working there. Oh, I can just see what happened there with his emotions. You know, it's so, everything becomes so clear. But in Monday, you can go, you go deeper because you're able to, where you are, that place of, bliss you're able to see that same bliss that you are is within that person as well it's not that they they don't have it they just may have stepped away from it in this moment there's always a possibility you can see so clearly because you can actually feel isn't the right word you know it's the, it's just your truth now you're experiencing that same self within you, that is within you, that you've rec realized, you can, you're experiencing that same within them, and you know it's no different to yours. That's what Guru Sahibji is talking about when they say, Tohi Mohi Mohi Tohi Antar Kaisa. And they're saying that Tohi Mohi, you are me, I am you. This is talking to God, but the light within you is very much a part of God as well. I could be talking to you. I could sit here and I can talk to the light within you. That you are me. I am you. There's actually like, it's, there's not even a gap here. It's all just throughout because it's in everything. Everything is in it. Yeah. And then everything else around it, you can just see as these like little components that just like make, make up a laptop. The components that make this up. I can just see the components that are, that are around your light, you know, and it's not a light as in the this type of light, you know. And then I can see, oh, look, oh, look, yeah, I can see what his mind's doing there. I can see which identities clinged on to and how that emotion has come up from there. I'm just looking, it's like just seeing each other as this, like a case study almost. And there's no attachment to it. There's no... It doesn't matter what you say to me then. It can't hurt me. 
because I understand how you're saying it, why you're saying it. Uh, and then I'll, I'm not identifying with a, a part of me that it can hurt. Yeah. And this is and this is like this is actually manna. It's complete awakening. Sort over. Manna sagla pavaniki sodha. You come to understand sagal pavan all worlds that you are living in. Ki sodha. Sodha um, means again the the word sodha here means that you know. Yeah. And you know about sagal means all, pavan means worlds. Now you know about all the worlds that you are living in. Because those are just different worlds, aren't they? So we can live in the world of that that reality. So that is one world, just bodies. I see your body. I see your physical body. I'm looking at your colour, your complex. I just identify with each other as body level. I see your shape. I see your size. So there's that that's one world, that's one reality. And somebody may not have even they might not really there's there's many people in this world that don't really go beyond that reality. Yeah. But then there's another reality which comes from then our mind and our memory and then our experiences, which where we form then our our personalities and habits. Yeah. And that's another world. I get that world as well when you're in manna. Yeah. I understand your personality and uh, I understand my personality. And But if you're in manna, you can drop it. You're not attached to that personality. You use it as and when it's needed. Yeah. It's not deeply engraved in you. Yeah, If you're in the state of manna. But all these worlds, you get them. And then I can... I can connect with you on that level, with your interests and with your uh, personality. Because you might be someone that that often brings up certain emotions more often, and I can and I then live in that world where we just we 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 connect emotionally, yeah. And then then there's then there's the other world, which is why Guru's world. These pavana. These worlds aren't just, you know, we often we often describe them or translate them as, you know, the other planets or the universes, these other realms or worlds. and But even that in itself is living within a world. You know, look, how many people today, and I'm sure, you know, not just amongst and that's with us included there'll be times where we just get caught up just on that body level just start forming those judgments in the way we even approach and speak to someone it could alter and change just because of the way they look i might approach and speak to you just a certain way only because of your the complex of your skin, the the color of your skin, yeah, the size of your body, your height, and just stuck there. That's living in one world, yeah. And then, but when when you 
when you're in manna, in, in that state, then you, you don't get stuck there. You just get it. <laughs> what it is. Yeah. You see it for what it is. You're not, that's not your only connection. You, you're not just stuck on then what is even the way somebody's expressing themselves um, emotionally. You don't just get stuck on that level as well. Yeah. You, you just, you get it. And then it, it just goes deep, it goes deeper than that. You're able to connect on that deeper level of jyot. But you're able to see those, see those as just worlds. And I think this is amazing for all of us because we can start every time we're in a conversation with someone. Every time we approach somebody, we could start asking ourselves that what, what, what world am I stuck in? Or am I just, have I got the sudd, have I got the understanding of them? So you could express to me something you are feeling and going through and that, and you could have a strong emotion attached to it. Yeah. But I don't get entangled in that emotion. I can just still stand in that place of jyot. Yeah. And just sort of have my like, understanding of it. Manne moh chota na khai. When you're standing in that place, and you start to make sense of everything in that way, Guru Sahib is saying somebody that lives in a state of manne, that complete devotion, that sweet acceptance, then mo is your face, that chota, chota can be translated to a, a wound somebody afflicts or um, or chota can actually be somebody striking you and here it would make sense for it to be more that chota na kai kai literally means to consume or eat but to make sense of it what it's been said here is one won't endure the suffering of the five vices if they living in that state of of devotion that sweet acceptance because then that um that that one of the, the jaw won't have a chance to come to them because they're standing in awareness remember manna surti it's a development from that yeah, that, that the surti is there now they're awakened and now that they can why would you now you can see everything and before you couldn't so you wouldn't be able to see when something's coming at you you wouldn't be able to see that anger is coming at you because you're not aware, you're just it. You become it. Yeah, you're not in awareness. And you're completely blind. It's just happening from this to this. The ego, the identity that makes me angry what you said to it. To what? To the ego? I'm getting angry what you're saying to the ego. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. But now I'm standing there. I can see. And why would you let something so ugly come at you? Yeah, like anger. Before I couldn't see. And now you're in manna. It can't smack me anymore. There's nothing to smack. 
because it can't smack awareness. It can't smack that consciousness. Yeah. Can only smack the ego. Can only smack identity. So if anyone ever says that you made me angry, that's not a completely true statement then. Because a, a, a more truthful statement would be is that because I'm so identified with this certain identity, right, that this ego of mine got smacked in the face by what you've just said. And now from that, I've gotten angry. It's impossible to get angry if you're in manna. But that allows us to know, oh, I'm not there. Yeah. And what can I do? One of the things what I can do is I can just do that again. Stop resisting the jolt. Let me just have a look at what it was that got smacked. What identity was it that just got smacked? Yeah. Awakening means nothing can get you angry anymore. Because there's nothing, you're not identified with that part of you that gets angry now. Now you can just, from that place, you can make a clear choice decision whether you're going to continue to be around and have a relationship with that person that is speaking that way, always being that way. But now it's nothing to do with because you're getting hurt. You just don't need to be around that anymore. You know, or it just doesn't bother you anymore. You know, in Punjab, like there's Punjabi sayings that come from this call. Like somebody recently I know went to a Mahapurk and this person said to the Mahapurk said that it's really difficult uh, when my mom loses it and she struggles, she's got mental health issues and starts just going on at me, even though I've got children of my own now. And I myself am middle-aged, and but still, mom would treat me this way and start talking to me like this. And Mahapurk said a few things, but as the Mahapurk was walking away, he turned around and he just said, look, just take a deep breath when she starts and just go, and just let it pass. Just whatever she's saying, just let it go. And uh, and it's basically, it's just a simpler way of saying what we're saying. Yeah. Don't identify with that part that you was, that was getting a, a smacked, that was getting the chota, that was getting the, the, the jot of that thump. Yeah. And um, and that basically Mahabharata just said it in a simple way. Just, just take it from here and then just let it go. There's nothing. It's, it's empty. Just let it pass. And for you to allow to let it pass, you just say, And I know I've repeated this because this should be, this is a form of Simran listening to this podcast. Because there's so much information out there. You're just going to move to the next talk. And if there's not a shift in us, then what's the point? 
this has just become like playing then a PlayStation game. <laughs> What's the difference? If we have to say it two times, three times to let it stick. Whoever's listening now, you guys know. You, God knows how many talks you've listened to. How much shift has there been? Yeah. And we find it difficult to hear the same thing again in one podcast. It might sound repetitive, but when but we're not even there yet. But we're like, why are they saying it again? Like people sometimes will say to me, like, say to me, like, how do you remember Sakina so well? Because when I was growing up, I grew up in like when I started listening to Sakina stories of the gurus, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. He didn't have all this technology. I was listening to cassettes, and he heard that same cassette again and again and again and again. You try and forget that, Saki. <laughs> I ain't no one special, bro. You know, I'm no one special. Yeah, I just heard it again and again. And because you only had about four tapes in the car. Yeah, and then uh, you hear that one Saki for one week, two weeks. Yeah, I've heard that Saki now about probably 30 times in the same, in the, in a matter of two weeks. And then I switch it to an, another tape. Yeah. And and this this is what I was listening to a Mahapurk this the, the the other day, and he said that I don't expect my talks to have a conclusion. Every moment of the talk is so that we can awaken. Hopefully, <laughs> don't wait to get to the end. Oh, got that? I've done. Oh, done it. Like, don't done it, you know, just that I've listened to it. Like, sort, we want to have that sorti as well. We want to have that manne sort the hova. Otherwise, what's the point? It's just another talk, then, isn't it? Manne chotana kai. Like, let's see if we can step away from that thing that was getting smacked. You have the, in, I think a lot of people get stuck at the level of <clears throat> I have to be a certain way. So say, for example, someone upsets you and people get stuck at how do I keep my mouth shut? But actually, what you've just said there is that we are so much more than that. Why, why did we get upset? How can we rise above that? You know, I wish I could find the bhakti. There's a bhakti that's that I, I, I can't. I don't know it at all. I can't remember it at it's all. It's not on your tape. No, <laughs> it's like literally the bhakti says it asks you a question. Sure. What got hurt? Guru Arjan saying what got hurt, and it's like what? Do you get it? It's saying you just somebody just said something to you. Have a look. What just got smacked? Yeah, because you're still standing there. It wasn't your physical body that got smacked. Yeah, if your physical body's getting smacked, yeah, you might have to put your hand in the way or whatever. But when you get emotionally hurt, Guru Arjan Devji said, what got smacked? I wish I could find that bhakti. I think I'm going to have to do a surge bark to find it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it came across 
when we used to do the hukumnama kathas at some point is either when we used to do when we did the sanskriti slok but i've gone through all the sanskriti sloks and i can't find that pankti so it must have been in the hukumnamas but yeah there's a there's a pankti that says says exactly that and this is really my point is that sometimes what i find is we're on this path this true the path to our soul we're on this so-called spiritual path which is the journey to our soul but i find many even gurusiks the methods we're trying to use to work through our pain and suffering isn't deep enough and it's not a journey back to the soul it's still a blame game it's still it's getting deeper identified with that suffering and the guru's taking us beyond just this word manna in itself is just just try practicing that it'll start taking us back to the soul just like oh, just you know accepting this moment internally not resisting the soul accepting this moment could be translated to not resisting the soul you know that that's one for the books accepting accordingly to the guru is not resisting your soul and that way then it becomes more clear to say it's accepting doesn't mean now if you come throw a punch at me and i'll just go go on then <laughs> you know yeah, like never has acceptance in gurbani meant that never mm-hmm. you know that gurbani is clear about jabe baan lagyo tabhi ros jagyo in like come on then you know <laughs> you know gurbani is very clear about that one you know the translation will be on the next pankti like you know when the edge of the arrow touched my body it kindled my resentment you know resentment is probably not a great translation here but it uh, kindled my I, I, i would completely disagree with that translation yeah. but it would it kindled my warrior spirit righteous you know, rage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you know and um yeah so so let, let's just say that once more spiritual acceptance is not resisting my soul you know as simple as that really that's and that's manna it's not resisting that voice voice of the soul you know i got practice it's practicing these things just go back chota na khaye it's nothing to get smacked anymore yeah it's a see this big game so we could translate it to like you know the anger was coming and then you was able to step away from it um but th- this this is talking about when you're really standing in that place you know we 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 can translate it to building up to it say if we're becoming a little bit more aware now and you find yourself getting oh angry someone just said something you find yourself getting angry what we could do in that moment is to make it a bit more realistic for ourselves because i'm not there anyway all the time I've a little glimpse of it here and there and it is nice you know it's not nice it's blissful it's more than nice and um but when we when it starts happening let's say it starts happening because of now listening to more talks 
Sangat. You start to be a bit more self-aware now. Not the not the level of you're not in the awareness, but just even brain level metacognition awareness level. Yeah. Ooh, I'm getting angry. But in that moment is then your moment to say, okay, let me not resist. You what? And then you can, in that moment you can say, oh, what was it? What what part of me got affected and angry? Yeah. Which identity was it? Imagine then it becoming a game like this. Oh, that one. <laughs> All right. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I became the character. I forgot who I was. I forgot it was a costume. Yeah. I became the costume. I wanted to just stay as the costume. It was as silly as me saying, look, I'm this bottle. Pigeon, that's me. Yeah. You're looking at me thinking, oh my God, he's not well. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's me. Yeah, like now something comes and smacks it. Bang. I'm saying, oh my God, that hurt. That really hurt. That's how it will look when you can look at your, your identities. And that's as, it becomes as silly as that. He's like, oh my God, I was, oh, okay. <laughs> it's that basically. <laughs> mad isn't it yeah <laughs> it's the same to our mind to their mind it's no different to the clothes we're wearing it's just something we're wearing yeah so we can do it in parts step away from it and start seeing it there's nothing for the messengers of death to take you away from. Because you're not attached to anything now. It was your attachment. And then the resistance to the natural moment of death. Of because you didn't know who you are anymore. You thought you was that again. Just like the bottle. You thought you was that identity. I'm dad. But I am dad. But then that resistance to death coming becomes your messenger of death. Something now pulling you away. Yeah. That the Fridji's salok, the jindan mani kadiye hada ku karkaye. The the jind that we that it's being pulled out. Yeah, that the life within us and. The, the bones are like making those breaking, crackling noises because we're resisting it so much because we think that we are that and we don't want that to end. Yeah. And there's no recognition. There's no awareness. We're not seeing it separate to us. It was just an identity that I wore to play a role in this life. Yeah. And that becomes then the messenger of death. The pull, because the pull, you can't resist the pull of death. The pull of death itself becomes the messenger of death. But it, it is only born out of the five vices and the ego, the home. Yeah. And that's then the attachment to that. But Guru Sahib is saying, Manne, when you're in that complete awareness, in Manne, in that acceptance. With complete sweetness and devotion in that acceptance, death comes. 
Vaheguru. You mean that acceptance? Nothing has to come and get you. You're just going with it. You're just watching the body come to an end, to change, change form. You're watching it now. The breath within you just go merge back in with the air. You're just watching it all happen. Oh, look. Look how my, my car's falling. You're changing form. And the components are just going back to where they're going. Jyoti mein jyotral jaya, mati mati hui ek. Oh, look how it's just all, I'm just, it's chilling. <laughs> just watching it happen. There's, there's nothing has to take you. <laughs> so that's manne jam ke saath na jaye. Asa naam niranjan hui. We've translated this and we'll just read out the literal translation. Such is that name of the Immaculate One. Only those with devotion will know in their minds just how immaculate the one's name is. So there we have it, Bicharan. And um, I was thinking there's about four pangtiyan. I'll probably do that in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Was that an hour? Yes, an hour and seven. So oh, wow. With cuts maybe, a bit less. Okay. But, there we uh, go. How many times do we need to keep talking about this till we change? Um, I think it has to go deeper than just talking about it. Like uh, Amrita Villa is very important mm. to practice these things. And just that's why when Guru Sahib Ji says that Guru Sahib Jo Sekha Kahai So Palke Ut, when you just wake early in the hours of the morning before the sun rises, Har Naam you connect to the true, your true identity, your, your true self, Naam. That Har Naam, that Sat Naam. And then you start to, you know, you've got to sometimes consciously do these practices. What is my mind? Spend a few minutes every morning, just spend five minutes. What is my body? You know, what is this? Where does it come from? What is the mind? What is identity? What is intellect? What is it that makes decisions based off what? What is memory? Yeah, just take a few moments. And you can be doing that whilst you're saying Vahikuru. 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 You know, and then these discussions as well. But whilst we're having these discussions, whilst... I'm trying to do with my own life is as I'm listening to someone now, I'll try and listen to the same message again and again for a few weeks. But as I'm listening to it, the first time I'll under, try and understand it at a mind intellectual level, then as I'm listening to it, it becomes my meditation. I'm starting to try and now go inside and see if that can become my experience, what's being said and spoke of. Allowing those words to go inside. So listen to this podcast again and then maybe close your eyes and go through it. See if you can start seeing emotions like that. You know, and this is just what I do for myself. I'll sit there for an hour or two and just watch what's happening. What am I? What, what is it all? Mm. The I found as well that when we speak about certain things, an opportunity in life will 
come present itself to, yeah. to show you that the the to give you an opportunity to do an action in accordance to what we discussed mm. it's uh and like you said you know it's not just listening and understanding it but then from that amrtullah where it's a, a safe space for you to 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 start changing those things in in, mm. in the mind and in your heart when 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 then that opportunity comes along in a real life situation and the emotions are very real and uh, visceral and because yeah, that's a reality in that moment yeah. like we spoke about the different worlds indeed that we're in that world yes. we only know that world for that moment yeah but the practices will just loosen that world a little bit mm. won't be as solid and then that voice hopefully we listen yeah, to yeah 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 and you can just step away from it yeah thank you mm. so much Reji for explaining this body <laughs> look forward to uh, next week keep joining us on this journey Sangadiji. you know we're, we're we're all in it together let's let's keep let's keep going back home to our jyot wai guruji ka khalsa wai guruji ki fateh if you enjoyed this video please like comment share and subscribe please donate and help spread guruji's message link is in the description below wai guruji ka khalsa wai guruji ki fateh Thank you.